Welcome to the Bulber Academy football podcast, where we discuss all things football, almost focusing primarily on linemen. My name is Chris Bulber, and this podcast is brought to you by the Bulber Academy, Academy, where our mission is to train and develop superior linemen to dominate on the gridiron. You can subscribe to the Bulber Academy podcast, football podcast by clicking the subscribe button wherever you find your podcast. And if you're watching this on YouTube, be sure to click the little subscribe button down there and the notification bell so you'll get notified every time we drop a new video. All right, so we are just a few weeks into the playoffs here uh, in Nebraska. They, they're in the semis, and we're going over to Iowa this week to see a good buddy of mine, Coach Justin Camrad. They've had a great season, the Lewis Central Titans, and we're here with uh, Coach Camrad, of course. And the lineman that they noted is Hunter – is it Waldstein? Waldstein. Waldstein, there we go. Hunter Waldstein, um, center from Lewis Central, and we are so happy to have you guys here today. Um, coach, well, first of all, it's so cool to have coach Cameron on here. Now, now coach, I don't know if you know this, Hunter, Co your coach and I played back in the day a long time ago. Now I was a senior. I think you were a red shirt when I was there, right? At UNO, right? That's correct. Yep. So, so just a little bit about coach Cameron here is another fellow UNO All-American. He played at UNO from 2000, 2003, All-American in 2003, um, has all kinds of records. He was also one of the finalists for the Harlan Hill Trophy, which is the Heisman Trophy of Division II. Uh, for my records here, you know, he's a graduate of TJ, and he went on to play in the arena football for a few years, um, just, just kept on going. I know he coached the Iowa Blackhawks. He coached at TJ. He coached at AL as a head coach, and then he came over to Lewis Central. Coached as a coordinator and a position coach. In the last few years, he's been their head coach. He's had a a tremendous season. I think it looks like he's 28-7, um, been to the playoffs every single year. So, Coach, thank you so much for coming on the show and joining me today. Hey, I'm much much appreciated to you having us on and thinking about us over here on Iowa. And Great to always talk with you, Chris. Absolutely, man. It's great to catch up with some of my former teammates. Of course, we got uh, Hunter, you're a senior. Is that correct? Yes. Senior. You play – it says center and guard, but you, I see you playing center mostly, right? Uh, Well – I've played center all four years, so I haven't really moved. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. I played a lot of center too, man. I love it. Being the you're kind of the big toe of the O line over there. Um at at center. You gotta make all the calls. You gotta um get everyone lined up. That's a that's a big deal for you guys. But um um all right, coach. Let me let's jump into this season. Now, by my records, and and looks like that you guys had a great year last year, right? You were eight and two and then you guys lost to Harlan in the playoffs. Is that correct? That's correct. Yep. Okay. So tell me about the playoff loss, right? And it's always so hard to, to see your season come to an end when you're so close to your goal. But what was your what was your um, message to your team coming off a, a loss in the playoffs like that? What, what was what was your offseason you know program like and, and how determined were these guys to get back to the playoffs? You know, I, I think the biggest thing that we we spoke about that time last year. Um, in the quarterfinals right before we made it to the semifinals. You know, and we ended up losing 21-14, so it was a close football game, and we just made way too many mistakes. And really the thought process going in was, you know, just work harder. You know, that's that's the only thing you can control is how hard you work and your effort and your attitude, you know, going into the offseason. And, you know, these guys, especially Hunter, um, really bought into that philosophy. You know, this is a group of kids that have been very su successful, um, you know, they were trying to make it three times in a row to make it back to the semifinals and just came up, you know, a couple possessions short is really what happened. Um, you know, and they just really bought in. It's a, it's a great, great class, senior class. It's really led us. And, you know, throughout the winter, you know, they were determined 
they were there, you know, probably one of the best attendants that we've had throughout the winter, spring and summer to get ready for this season. And, you know, I think a lot of that and our success this season has really been attributed to the time that they put in, the sacrifices that they've made personally um, to get themselves ready, you know, to have a great season. Yeah. So Hunter, tell me about your, your, your take on that, right? You, you lose last year in, you know, a close game in the playoffs and you're going into now your senior year and you're going to, you got to step up as a leader. You're the center. Um, you know, what, what, what was the offseason like for you guys? Tell me, tell me about your experience with your, with your buddies and what you guys put into this offseason. And then of course, um, you know, two a days and everything leading up to the season. Well, obviously, right after the season, so I wrestle heavyweight for our wrestling team. So I was spending, uh, we lifted at 6.30 in the morning every day. And then after school, it'd be straight to wrestling practice. And after practice, I'd go lift more. And then it, it was just a constant flow of things all throughout the winter wintertime. Uh, we had, I think, 30-plus guys with – 90 percent plus attendance there in the winter time of morning lifting and after school lifting if or a winter sports uh then in the springtime uh i was a track athlete uh but i lifted extra on the side there um uh during after and before school sometimes <laughs> Uh, then leading up into the summertime we would we would lift there in the morning uh, every day, and then we'd have football till 11. Uh, afterward, we would go straight to um, – I would go to work afterward, obviously, and then I'd lift it again in the afternoon. Um, towards the – later in the uh, uh, summer, though, towards August, it would uh, – uh, we would start – we started with camp. Camp's obviously a big part of it. We'd have um, – uh, four, three to five hour days. It seemed like uh, every day, just working at it, getting everyone conditioned for the season, instilling discipline throughout. Um, two days, two days are the easiest part of the summer, and it's not even close. Everyone hates them. I, uh, two days are the best part. Get an hour break in between a lot of the <laughs> BS that comes with it, but uh, um. No, there we we never had very many people miss throughout the summer or any lifting. We always had a lot of people working, wanting to work, looking at film, different things throughout the winter and uh, springtime, and eventually now the summer. We've had a lot of people buy in to leadership, and I think that attributes to at wanting to get better and come back better than what we finished last year because we knew we were cut short last year. As to and we wanted to come back further than what we did. That that's awesome. I love that you're that you're doing multiple sports, and I know your coach Cameron probably encourages that just to increase your athleticism. Wrestling is huge. Um, track is a big deal, and just so you know, the practice schedule you got, he got that from our old coach, Coach Burns. We <laughs> love to practice, love to put the pads on, love to practice, and love to get after it. Um, so I, I know it, it worked for us, man. We won a lot of games, and you guys are, are doing the same thing. So, so coach, you lose to Harlan last year. Then, as I'm looking at it, you lose to Harlan week one. Tell me about that. Tell me. I mean, obviously, you've rebounded and done really well throughout the season. But tell me what it was like to. Um, How did you keep these guys motivated? Did it did it like 
kind of grind their gears and get them more motivated? Or what was it like after you know losing to the same team twice in a row? Yeah, you know, it, it you got to go back to last year as well. So it just really has really burned and festered. So if you look at our record last year, we were eight and two last year, and both of our losses last year were to Harlan. Um, <laughs> so coming into week one, you know, our kids were ready. You know, they they knew what to expect. We knew it was going to be a dog fight. You know, it was it was just one of those situations. We led by 15 the entire game. Oh, um, we we're about we we're about 30 seconds away from getting into four minute offense and really just milking the clock out. Just had gotten a first down. We're up by 15. We just run a little inside zone, you know, quarterback read and quarterback decides to we don't know who, you know, decides to pull it or he doesn't pull it and the running back thinks he has and we fumble it. And um, over the next four minutes, uh, they score 21 points um, and we score zero. And they just, for whatever reason, they, you know, they just started chucking the ball up and making unbelievable plays. And, you know, it sort of caught us off guard. And that, you know, that was devastating, I think, to our kids because they, they were, we were so close. We were four minutes away from winning that football game. You know, you're up by 15. You wouldn't think that you would lose that. Just get a couple first downs, grind it out. And and uh, I, it was a motivator for our kids, you know, after that, you know, just knowing how close we could be. We knew Harlem was going to be really good, which they're in the state semifinals this week as well, um, you know, in a different class. And, and uh, you know, it just has continued to make us better, um, you know. And, you know, we, we go four, we go two and two in our non-district. We lose to Indianola in a tough one, very similar situation. Um, 20 seconds on the clock. Um, we have the ball at the half yard line. We run a quarterback sneak. We score, but we get called for illegal procedure. And oh, wow. um, we lose that game in a tough one. And so we've been through the ringer a little bit this year with, with some tight games, some tight football games, and just really has sharpened us mentally and physically, changed how we coached, changed how we practiced. Um, just try to install some of that, you know, discipline that we were lacking, you know, because we knew we had some good teams and I, good players and our kids felt that way. We knew we had a good team. And and I think we were just getting ahead of ourselves that we need to be knocked off that pedestal to really say, you know what, we got to get back to who we are and do things and get back to the sort of the blue collar mentality of we're going to work and we're going to grind it out and we're going to get better week to week. Yeah, well, it looks like the message stuck next week. You guys scored 70 and then you came back and beat Indianola. In the playoffs later on, right? So yeah, you guys just, are on just on Friday. Yeah, that's awesome. So Hunter, tell me about the, the course of the season to where you are right now. Tough loss at the beginning, a couple tough losses, and you came back and you avenged some of those, and you're kind of on a roll right now. Is that the kind of feeling you guys have in the locker room? Um, I'd say we feel pretty good about all of our wins. We we take losses really hard, especially our offensive coordinator Donnie Woods. Uh, he really puts it into us. Loss, losing is not what we are here to do, mm -hmm. uh, and we really get it. We get after it the week after loss. We we really, um, and we started working on ourselves instead of. Um, so after our our loss to Indianola, we had two weeks there where we really could spend time working on ourselves as a team, and our mm -hmm. fundamentals down to a basic level. And I think we really broke it down to what we needed to do. And you could see it in the following games where we really just outshined and really cleaned up our offense and all around actually throughout. Um, and we've been on a roll ever since that loss there in week four when it comes to it. Um, and I think the close, the close games like the winner set where you see our team 
where we finish because that, that's been a big problem we've had in the past is it seems like we just don't, we can't finish and when we finally cross that hump it feels really good to accomplish the, putting in the work throughout there uh just last week at indianola huge win there um i know i'm biased but i felt like the o-line carried the offense there for putting the yards down uh Four yards of carry wasn't great, but it got what it needed to do, put scores on the board. So Nice, nice. It's great to see you guys kind of stay fo- refocused after some setbacks, and then you're kind of on a roll. So it's a kind of a matter of, you know, you're on a roll, but you still want to remember that little taste of your mouth, what it's like for those those losses as a, as a motivational tool, but but that feel good um, of coming back and avenging some losses. Um, now, now, Coach, tell me about your offense, right? Now, we played at UNO. We know what we did there. My senior year, we led the nation in rushing. You had several records that you set. Harlan Hill finalist. Um, looks like on your on your team, you you got a couple quarterbacks. Are you still playing both quarterbacks? Or they're kind of even as far as their stats. Um, or did you lose one and another one came in? I'm not exactly sure on that one. No, no. This year we we've really just played one um, this year um, throughout. So, okay. um, you know, just really found the one that that was going to give us the best shot, be able to manage it, and we've went with one so far. Nice, nice. And 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 looks like um, offensively you're pretty balanced. Tell me about your offensive philosophy. I mean, you're a running back, right? So you want to run the football, but how do you guys attack attack the other team um, generally? Yeah, most definitely. Um, so obviously we're we're spread personnel, ten and eleven personnel. We we've really morphed a little bit, and in years past, um, we are really heavy in eleven personnel, um, and, and we still are a little bit. But we got some guys out on the perimeter. Um, we got four guys that can run and move and do a great job. That um, one, it allows those guys that play tight end H backs because they play defense to to be able to get a little bit of rest. But you know, at the end of the day, you're exactly right, Chris. Our main philosophy is we're going to run the football. Um, we want to run the football out of the spread, um, be able to manage the game um, and that kind of stuff. I love it. I'm a running back by nature. But we also know that this day and age, you know, you can't just pound it at guys. People are going to load the box. It's going to make it harder that you got to be able to pass. You got to be able to have some play action in there and take some deep shots and and um, use some motion and misdirection and and screen the crap out of people. And so that's really what we have sort of morphed ourselves into, um, you know, Eight years ago, when I came to Lewis Central, uh, you know, started helping on the offensive side. They were under under center, um, twenty-one personnel running the ball. We had obviously some phenomenal quarterbacks that we started to get those guys into the shotgun and and really have ran the ran the crap out of those quarterbacks. And we were really, you know, zone read a lot with those two guys. You know, obviously Austin Simmons, who had a great career at South Dakota, um, the Max Duggan, who's down at TCU, and. And uh, since Max left, we're really on our third starting quarterback at this time. Uh, and, and two other guys that have done a phenomenal job. And, and this year, um, you know, we're, we're, we're running zone read, to be honest with you. But our quarterback doesn't keep it a ton. But when he does, you know, it's great because we do get some chunk plays out of it. Um, you know, and so it adds another dimension to what people have to be able to defend. Um, you know, and we're RPOing it as well. Um, you know, we've gotten heavy into that with – you know, it is almost triple option for us. The quarterback can give it, the quarterback can pull it, and their quarterback can throw it based on what he sees. And so that might be, you know, a little bit of why our quarterback run game is, is down a little bit. You know, I think I think our quarterback has – I think our position has over 400, almost 500 yards rushing from the quarterback position. Um, but, you know, we're able to spit it out there on the perimeter and, and make guys have to defend the entire field. Um, you know, we're, we're a – 
I would say an average size high school offensive line right now. Um, we're not the biggest guy, but I'll tell you what, that, you know, you got to be a little bit nasty. You got to be a little bit aggressive and you got to play with leverage and technique. And those guys do it um, and they do it well. And they understand, you know, that we have to be able to run the football. And like Hunter said, you know, that's sort of what carried us last week. You know, that we were able to rush for over 100 where the time before when we played them, I think we were at 60, but we really controlled the line of scrimmage offensively last week. Um, you know, and so that's really what we want to do philosophically as an offense, you know, with where we're at. Nice, nice. Sounds like you um, keep the defense off balance. They don't know what's coming and you keep going at them. Hunter, Hunter tell me about your role in this offense and what it's like to, to block for these guys. Um, what do you like about it? Tell me tell me about your guys up front and also the guys you're blocking for. Uh, our guys up front, uh, we're, 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 he was being generous with uh, average size offensive line. Um, so our biggest guy, uh, Hunter Deo, he's our left tackle, um, six, three, six, three, 270, 275 area. He's really good. He, uh, he can get the job done. He protects really well, really dominates up front. Uh, left guard, uh, Sam Chadwick. He's about five foot 10, maybe, uh, <laughs> two, 215 pounds. Uh, he, he's, he's an, he's a pit bull. He's real, he's not big, but he is mean when it comes to getting it done up front. Um, myself, uh, I, I'm not very big. I'm six, one, maybe with shoes on, uh, 235. So I'm not a very big center as far as that goes. Uh, I think coach Cameron will be the first one to tell you I'm not exactly nice up front. I get it done though. Uh, um, with, with that, my role in the offense expands a little bit. I'm always looking at formations and defensive, uh, fronts, linebackers, looking for blitzers, anything that could give, uh, Braylon, our quarterback, any issues throughout the night, uh, blocking schemes. I'm looking for where they're weak at, uh, to talk to our offensive coordinator, Donnie about he's uh he's really good at listening to players about what we think will work and getting it done uh and uh but uh we we really get it done right guard um jack doolittle he's he's probably the smallest of the o-line as far as weight he's uh 511 200 pounds he 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 gets mean he, he's a real good puller um, and right now, I think our biggest standout at offensive line is uh, our right tackle, Parker Matillo. He's 6'2", 6'3", 220 pounds, but uh, he is just outstanding out there at uh, right tackle right now, getting it done, run blocking, pass blocking. And then, of course, we, uh, both of our tackles are there on the defensive side of the ball, Deo being a D tackle and then Matillo being a DN. But they really do—they really just get it done there on the offensive side of the ball, and a really essentially offense. I, I love it, man. That's that's awesome. That's a that's a good high school line. You know, he knows all the guys. Um, you got great leadership up there. And again, you don't have to have the biggest. I've obviously Dale's a, a guy. I think he's going to Iowa State, right? Um, yep. A prospect, but that doesn't mean you can't go out and be really effective as a unit. You know, my my best offensive line in in the NFL was a bunch of undrafted guys. 
right? And we just played really well together. So you don't have to be the biggest and best to have the greatest unit. So sounds like you guys are doing an awesome job with that. All right, Coach, let's um, finish up here a little bit. Tell me about what's coming up this week, right? You're going up to the Dome, right? In Iowa, all the semifinals go play at the Dome, right? Is that correct? You told me about that. Tell me about this week's game. Yep. And not, I obviously need to know your game plan. We don't want to give you any, any secrets, but what are your thoughts going into this game as you try to advance um, to the championships? Yeah, you know, I think the first thing you look at from our team and where we're at currently is these kids that are seniors, they've been to the semifinals two other times before that. And I think sometimes teams, kids get sort of overwhelmed with that excitement of, hey, we arrived, we've made it. Um, and it's more of a celebration than, hey, we, there's still job to be done and we have to go finish the job. And, you know, you set out at the beginning of the year, everyone says, hey, I want to get to, you know, I want to get to the Unidome. I want to play in the Unidome. I want to win a state championship. And and a lot of times that just doesn't happen. But, you know, for our kids, one, this week, um, our approach, because they've been there, is, you know, we're not doing some of the stuff we've done before. You know, if, if we want to – there's more to it than just reaching the semifinals. You know, we're 0-2 the two times that we've been there. And so, you know, we, we, we understand that part of the preparation, the travel for us and how we're going to manage that, you know, as far as the game, you know, every, anytime you get to the semifinals that everybody's good, it doesn't matter who it is. Um, they're going to be able to play football and they got some good players and be very effective. And, you know, this week we do, you know, Waverly Shell Rock is a really good high school football team. Um, you talk about toughness, you talk about physical, uh, you know, their front six defensively, extremely talented, um, you know, tough kids. You know, they three of those kids, I, as far as I know, three of them, you know, were on their state championship wrestling team last year. You know, so you got guys down the trenches that know how to hand fight, that know leverage, that know how to play and be tough. Um, you know, so you got to be ready for that. You know, they got a linebacker that, you know, has six, you know, division one offers that can run around. He's six four two ten. Um, you know, but the good thing for it is, you know, our kids have been in these situations. They've seen kids like that. They've played kids like that, that the, that the situation and the environment's not going to be too big for them. Um, you know, now it's just a matter of execution and how you get to go out and play, you know, and then for our defensive wise, you know, it's something that we truly haven't seen this year. You know, they're a modified wing team shotgun team, um, that we don't see all the time. Um, now in the playoffs, we a triple option flex bone team and you know we've seen some beer teams in the in the regular season you know but these guys aren't true option team you know they got two really good running backs um that do a phenomenal job and they can pass and so you got to be able to manage the the game you got to be able to win those small battles the down and distance is going to be critical field position with our special teams is going to be critical you know and then overall you know you got to protect the football you know you got to maximize your possessions as, as much as you can and you know i'm just really excited for this group of kids um, you know, to get back to this, to back to the semifinals, to have this opportunity, you know, and I feel good about it. You know, they, they've done all the little things that I've asked them to do and our coaches have asked them to do, you know, since day one. And they've bought into what we want to do as a program. They, they've led our younger kids. They've showed them what it's like. Um, you know, it's just building for our community and for our younger kids. And, you know, can't thank kids enough, especially kids like Hunter, who, have been into the program since they were little, you know, playing for the junior Titans and, and seeing their brothers play and, and their family members play. And, and um, now they're getting this opportunity to, to lead us into the, hopefully the next chapter. That's great. Sounds like you guys have put in the work and now it's about just showing up and, and doing what your coach to do. And 
staying in the moment and, and, and winning those individual battles so you can win as a team. Um, now, Hunter, now obviously you're not done yet. You got a, you got a big game this week and hopefully another one after that. But tell me about what's going, what's next for you. You're going to, you're going to wrestle, you're going to do track, but um, you know, what are you thinking about after high school? What are you going to do next? Uh, so I actually am enlisted in the United States Marine Corps as a drone operator awesome. uh, right now. Awesome. Uh, that is cool. I'm looking at NROTC also right now, but uh, right now uh, I'm just enlisted, but uh, we'll find out here sometime in the coming months about uh, the NROTC. That is so cool, man. Well, here's here's what I'll say because I say this to a lot of guys on the podcast, right? Um, I'm very I was very fortunate. I got to play football for 19 seasons, and it was a, a, a tremendous honor to do that. But your high school football season is still one of my favorites. It, it's so cool, and just go out there and man, give. I, I have no doubt hearing that you're going to go be a Marine, hearing that all the things you're doing that you're going to give everything you got, but man, and just enjoy it. Be out there with your boys, be a leader every single play, man, just live it up. Um, every time you get in the huddle, it's a special, special place. So sounds like you guys are on the right track. Um, thanks so much for coming on here with me. I, lo I love the hunters joining me from his, looks like a deer shed out there, man. I, I, you know, I got deer <laughs> coming up next week. I'm going to be hanging a couple, I'm going to bring a couple deer over there so I can skin them in your shed. <laughs> well, actually this one's the clean one. The deer sheds in the garage in the other building. Nice. nice. I like it. I love it, man. That's a red-blooded American right there. So, hey, guys, you know, best of luck this week. Uh, huge game. I'm really pulling for you guys to have a great game against um, – who is it? Waverly Rock? Uh, Waverly Shell Rock, man. I know that's a tough opponent, but, um, you know, it would be great for you guys to get that victory and make that next step. So I'm going to be I'm gonna be watching for you guys, pulling for you, and um, thanks so much for coming on, on here and helping spread some high school football and spread some love for the O-line. Awesome. Appreciate it, Chris. Thank you for having us.